So today we have a very special guest. This is the NFT Draft. And the person that I'm speaking to is the head designer, if you will. We know him as Drafter on Twitter, or I should say on X. I want you to listen to in this is actually the business lessons and not necessarily all the cool stuff that's happening with fantasy. Now, that is going to be great. There's great lessons and fantasy is awesome. However, the NFT Business Show is all about business and the structure of the business, how they're looking at things, I think is very interesting and beneficial to you, even if you hate football or have no interest in fantasy whatsoever. How they're using these NFTs to build a business for the future, I think, is the interesting part that I would like to highlight today. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So we're having this great conversation. We had it via a space. This was for the kickoff day of the NFL. So this kickoff weekend, of course. But I just want to tell you that this was absolutely a crazy thing. My space rugged out. I did all this promoting for over a week. And guess what? The link was broken. So when I tried to start it, it just would not start. It would not let me. There was an error. So all those notifications, everyone that signed up to have that, they didn't get it. So I had to do this last minute blitz, sending out emails and such. Man, it was very stressful. A few people wanted to come, couldn't even see that the space was live. They would go to my profile and it wasn't showing that I was in a space. It was really weird. But we're going to dive into all of this today, some amazing things within this project. But I just want you to know that I ran this through an enhancer because the audio was terrible on spaces for the day. As I said, it was very ruggy and buggy and so forth. But the conversation was great. We had a nice little crowd ended up coming in. But the audio I ran through Adobe's enhancement. It's like an AI feature that they now have for free. You run the audio through that. You can do 30 minutes at a time. So in case you're interested in that, just you know, let me know. On their website, you create an Adobe account. You throw the audio in there. So it sounds kind of robotic. I won't lie, right? So the voice, if you listen to the recording on Twitter which or on X, which will be up on my profile, it's going to sound a lot different than what you're going to hear in this podcast. This is much cleaner, much more bassy, but at the same time, too, certain areas sounds a little robotic. So I just want to put that up there up front, even myself. I just ran the whole audio through that. So you're going to hear the difference between what's here and what you're going to hear in a second. But very interesting nonetheless. So let's get to that. I used to play football right up through college and then just basically became a diehard fantasy football junkie, right? That's what I started to uh, enjoy. That was my playing. So when I saw this and the fact that there's so many ways for you guys to get in without making a killing, a lot of these times, like you want to play these games, drop a couple hundred dollars to come in. So I love what you have here and what you're building. Where did you play fantasy sports at? Yahoo, ESPN, NFL one, which I really didn't like NFL and Sleeper. Sleeper was pretty good. I mean, it's a lot of league play. This year we have just it's all daily on Discourse. I was talking, sharing things with the community about someone else said, Hey, there's nothing different about NFT draft versus Rainmakers. And I was like, Oh, no, right? There's tons of things. So we're making this list and out and showing like the eight or nine major things. I've been talking major things where each one of them could separate you from the competition, but we have eight, eight or nine of them. All of them are improvements. And again, 90% of people agree because no one's going to agree on everything. But we have already amazing product. We're going to grow. We have the, the free pool that's just going to make us go nuts where anyone can play for free without cards, without money. And again, we really built a second ancillary market next to fantasy football. So this year, I won't 
be putting any focus really on fantasy players, which is crazy because at, in the last two years, as we've been doing this, all of our marketing has revolved around fantasy players. It's pretty much what we are focused on. We're building a fantasy football game. We're going to focus on fantasy players. But because of this free pool, now we're just going to focus on NFT players because it's a whole second market. And in fantasy football, people are going to come and we'll focus on them next year. But this year, we're going to focus on people who like passive income, buying the cards, putting them in the rental pool, getting 60% of any money won using your card. And then we're going to focus on the much larger 100 million, 50 million people audience of people who like to play games for free without any risk and have the chance at winning hundreds and soon thousands of dollars. So again, all that babble is to say we have something great. And, and again, we'll talk about lots of that today, but there's so many more exciting things we're doing. And one is league play. And since you're a league player, I want to run something that'll be probably jarring to you at first, you know? So again, no one's ever been like, oh, that's a great idea. But I think if it settles, you're going to be like, whoa, you know, because we're talking about the casual league player, the casual person on sleeper who just wants to play. They're sitting up an office pool. They're sitting in a pool with their family and they just want to be a casual player. When we do our league play, which won't be till next season, we'll have no waiver wire. We're just going to completely eliminate the waiver wire. And obviously our next man up system allows that. And again, I hope that's like almost titillating to you that, that you could have a league where you don't have to worry about injuries ruining your season and you don't have to worry about that person who has the most time to hawk that waiver wire and really work it where you can just really basically just draft your team, rely on the next man up system and enjoy the season at a much more casual pace. I tried one league play where they had no waiver wire and the guy that had no job was the one that was just picking off everything, right? And he literally would watch to see who's getting hurt and he would know before everyone in the league because he had nothing to do during the yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very interesting. So exactly how does that next man up work? The whole core feature, really, there was three main things I wanted to do because I designed NFT Draft. There are other founders. and But when I designed the game, the main things I wanted to do, number one was eliminate ties. And we eliminate ties through rare cards. Now, again, the, the standout has a 1% scoring bonus. So if your player scores 11 points in a game and you get a 1% bonus, that player will now score 11.11. Now, again, that 0.11 is never going to win you a tournament. You have to still make the best team. So the only thing the rare card does is allows us to score down to the hundreds, which greatly decreases the likelihood of ties. We also liberate a team creation. Like normally it's one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one defense, maybe a flex that can't be a quarterback most times. And that also causes a lot of ties because similar teams. And with us, it's just one quarterback, one defense, max two of each. And then the other eight positions can be anything. Our very first tournament was won by a person using five tight ends. So that was the first objective. Build a game that eliminates ties, which are in daily fantasy horrendous. This Tuesday, go on DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football site, and you will see teams tied by the hundreds. So... It's a really big problem. No one talks about it because there's never been a solution. Well, we have a solution. Um, number two was injuries for league play. Again, I've, I don't. I haven't played a league play in 15 years, maybe 20 years, and it's because of two major reasons. One is injuries, and two is I don't have time to to watch the waiver wire. I don't have that time, but most people don't. The way we fix that is the next man up system. So what we do is you will draft, and, and if you're drafting, you take the card Kansas City quarterback. Now, it is Patrick Mahomes. When you're in our application, too, this card flips upside down. It shows you Patrick Mahomes on the other side of it. So it's a pretty neat feature to see his face in there. And 
all the NFL players' faces in there. But the card sinks with him. At, but if he was to be injured, God forbid, I hope he's not, right? No. But if he's injured the next week, instead of your season being wrecked because you spent your first pick or because you bought a card for $300 with the best player, the next week, whoever starts for Kansas City will sync with that card. It will be the Kansas City quarterback one card. And lots of times we, we've found, even in our two years of beta, not with not with Mahomes most likely, but lots of times an injury will bring somebody up that actually outperforms the card that you previously had. With Daily Fantasy, it allows protection of the value of your card, but when it comes to league play, it will be a much more valuable feature because it will protect your entire season from an injury or from something of that nature just destroying you. The waiver wire guy getting you. So the two big things, injuries and waiver wire guy, you don't have to worry about either one of them. You have your team, and it just keeps being whoever starts that week. You just don't have to ever pick a waiver wire selection. You make your eight picks or ten picks, however many, however you set your league up. You play ten each year, you'll pick eight or ten times. They'll all be positions rather than players. You'll have an assumption of who the player is going to be. But again, the seasons change, things happen, and it'll be an exciting but much more safe and casual way to play. I think that would be very attractive to San Francisco 49er fans because they go through quarterbacks like we're changing shirts here. And last year, <laughs> Brock Purdy actually saved my season. That was my quarterbacks were dropping left and right. And I picked him up off of the waiver wire as the backup for Jimmy. And of course, you know, we know how that turns out. But that's a lot of the reasons why um, people end up quitting their leagues like midseason, which I absolutely hate. But it's usually because of injury. I don't know what the odds are. I'm not, I don't. I've never done any research on this, but I would guess it's somewhere between thirty and fifty percent of teams suffer ma- major injuries. And on top of that, you have that waiver wire thing, which is again, we're all humans. I, I watch a lot of Survivor, and people will just vote out whoever irritated them or whoever said one rude thing to them. I and mean, we're just we're based on emotion. And I don't like the waiver wire guy getting me. I'm being better than me because I'm preoccupied. When I only like to pay attention to football on Sundays. And the next man up system will eliminate that and also make a still make a fair and fun game. Obviously, trades are still fine and viable, but there's no way someone can get an advantage of you. You don't have to worry about injuries. You don't have to worry about the waiver wires and you you just have a fun time playing. And and, and I don't think people quit because you're always in the game. I think that's a very uh, interesting approach. And the thing I like about what you said, even before we got into all this next man up talk and really deep down with the wires, but the first thing that you said before we really dove down into all of that is that right now you're focusing a lot on the NFT collectors and the Web3 people, which it's funny because a couple of days ago, not knowing that this is where the conversation would go, I put out this information. I think it was a tweet thread originally, and then I put it out elsewhere, that there's a huge overlap between sports fans and also people that are crypto enthusiasts and people that gamble, play fantasy sports and so forth. And a lot of those communities overlap. Yeah, I think this. I think, again, mostly men are like competitive. Obviously, lots of women are. But people so in NFTs, it's mostly men. And and fantasy football is a, is the most strategic game in the world, I think. And there's zero doubt when you take the version we have where, again, cards can be used for multiple seasons. The value of a player locks each season. So again, like season one, Arizona tight end number one cost seven points of play because he was projected to be doing terrible, be the worst tight end in the league. Then they trade for Zach Ertz and season two. And now all of a sudden that seven point card for season one, again, in season two, the card costs 14 points. A season one card of seven points, if you find that, it's about one and a half times more valuable than the season two card. Because, again, it costs seven points less to play. And now, again, the seven points less does not 
give people a, a winning ticket. There's no way to have an, a, a winning formula. You must always pick the most strategic team. But what that seven points does is it gives you tremendous freedom in your team creation. Now, all of a sudden, you have seven additional points, so you have way more people to choose from as you're filling your roster, which requires 10 cards that cost a total of under 130 points. And there's tremendous depth and strategy to it. There's also, there's lots of math and people who like to compete, who like to strategize. They love that figuring it all out. Our marketing model is just to tell people, hey, come play for free. Click one button. And we have a one button team creator. It's really brilliant. Like I just had a two hour conversation with the developers, mid hour, but just about that. But we went over and over because I was shocked at the intellect and the smart design of our team creator is much more than I would have been happy with. I would have been fine with a system that kind of just builds you a team, you're good, and go. And you can make some edits to move, but the system we have builds a really intuitive and, and brilliant team. It basically does like this. It'll take your cards, it'll automatically put your five best cards in there. Then it will take the cost of those cards, which says 20 points a piece, which it won't be. Those are the highest. But let's just say it's 20 points a piece. That's what's 100 points. You have 30 left over. So with five remaining, it gives you a six-point average. So it'll take the next card and at, a, at a five to seven range and give you the best one. And then it'll just keep calculating that for the next three cards. Then when you get to the final two cards, it will look over the entire 10-card system. And it will ask the question of, are there any two cards I can remove and four different cards I can replace with that fit the numbers and provide a better projected outcome? And if the answer is yes, it does that. It's a well-designed system. And the couple of fun things about that is I asked the guy, so how long is it going to take? 15, 20 seconds? It's on the chain. It's a tremendous CPU call. I mean, some people have 5,000 cards you have to go through. And, and he said, no, no, about, about one second. I was like, oh, and really, I think that's high. I think it's a little bit quicker than one second. And here's something else funny. I speak to him, the lead developer. He's in Brazil. I speak to him for the first time, maybe, I don't know, six weeks ago. And he's been working for three months. And we, we talk all the time on chats. We'll get our first phone call. And I said to him, hey, man, I don't say this often. I said, but you are brilliant. I said, all the time, we have these things, we have these obstacles, these hurdles, these, uh, and, you know, and you come out with solutions that are just impressive. And you're very, it's a very impressive thing. And he said, oh, thank you. Thank you. And we keep talking. It turns out he comes from a medium to low income family in Brazil, and he won a national scholarship to attend the university at NYU for physics. He brings that big brain, and I have some really great insight into all of this, gaming, NFTs, fantasy sports, gambling, like these are probably the only four things I've poured attention into, you know, for 40 years. And it's all coming together now with these new developers and this new season where we had lots of funding come in through Sky Capital and things are just, they're just rolling and it hasn't even started yet. So it's very exciting to think about what can happen in the future with what we are offering the world. I went to your website. The thing that really jumped out to me is fantasy sports. So there's the opportunity right now, of course, it's in football, but there's an opportunity to do international football, which is soccer in the U.S., and go to any other sport for that matter. So the formula, once you guys get this down, uh, this is something that could just really revolutionize the whole fans interacting with sports industry altogether. We have plans to impact the world. We have plans to be the biggest Web3 company out there and using NFTs. And we have plans to make NFTs very useful and show a very broad use case for them. NFT Draft, we spent $700,000 building it. And NFT Draft is nothing but 
one brick in the foundation of what we are building and it's going to be great and i expect to moon i expect to moon hard and if, even in this bear market i expect us to see some big traction this year and the next year just go nuts and then, and again for a little backstory and some of the people here are sitting from our community so they already know it that i did splinterlands and splinterlands i knew right away it was gonna be great i played it every day i got all these free cards i stopped playing five months later I read an article about 12 year old millionaires. I went on there and I had 55,000 airdrop to me. My collection was worth over 150, maybe $180,000. And uh, then again, the point is the cards had mooned and we have a system designed really to mimic that. It is my grand dream is to see all these people who are supporting us now experience what that's like to like, just say, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take that. But NFT draft is just the one piece foundation. Yes, we, we can do world football and yes, we can uh, do basketball and our basketball will improve daily fantasy basketball. It will revolutionize the industry because there are flaws in fantasy football. We are addressing them ties, injuries. In basketball, it's way worse, way more pervasive and way more damaging for someone who wants to play at a professional level or at a daily level. So we're going to fix all that. And But all of that really is the foundation of what we're doing what we plan to do next and again is our game you can see our website is pin master we have the foundation of this game built and the only thing we're waiting to do is finish NFT draft and there's so much of pin master that we won't even we won't need don't need to get into it but what is fun to, to consider is that again we've i've had conversations with professional bowlers i live within 15 minutes two of the three major bowling companies in the world we have verbal agreements with them on lots of things that we plan to do and we, we're going to make fantasy bowling I met with a guy in, in Albuquerque about fantasy rodeo. Like, we want to build this suite of collectible cards that can service all these neglected, eclectic sports and activity industries out there. So again, like, the basis of these is like, ball, when you go to the bowling alley, you bowl, you get a free NFT. That's a tagline of Pin Master. It could be the same thing with a rodeo. Attend a rodeo, receive a free NFT. Now, the free NFTs are pieces from museums, just historical pieces that are fun, video clips from things. But mostly, what will be the most attractive, well, of course, we build a P2, P2E game. That's what Pin Master is. We, we build a play-to-earn game. That's how we make our money. And then we have a collection of professional pool players or professional billiards players or professional bowlers or professional rodeos. And when you attend these events or, or participate in these events, you receive one of a card, an NFT from one of those collections. If it's a professional player, you can automatically use it in our play to earn game. Of course, so you can also get a play to earn NFT and use that in the game. But then you can also use that professional card to build a fantasy team, fantasy bowling team, a fantasy rodeo team, and lots of other things. I'm spinning down a rabbit hole here, so I do apologize. We can kick back to NFT draft, but I just get excited thinking that we are here. We have this amazing piece and we fought so hard. We fought so hard for so long to to make this. And it's here. It's better than anything I ever thought it could be. And it's just starting. And it is just one brick in what we expect to be a Taj Mahal over the next three to five years. Now, that is really cool. I'm glad you went down that rabbit hole, as you said, and spoke about all those different things, because primarily the content that I do put out on the podcast is how this stuff relates to business. So you touched a lot of areas. You touched your target audience. You touched um, how you're funding it, how you're monetizing it. You're looking at the bigger picture of how this is going to be a business in the long run. So you really touched a lot of things that I think is very valuable. And yes, this is fantasy football or whatever it is that is upfront. But the bigger picture of everything is, I think, is just very interesting how you've thought about so many different aspects. This is not a fly by night. Hey, we got the idea last night. Let's launch tomorrow morning. 
thing. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, we're excited. I think if we just talk about fantasy NFT draft, the fantasy football game, you look at it from so many different options. Our only goal is to get someone to make a wax wallet. That's the only thing we need to do. Come in, get a free pack. And from there, their options are pretty easy. You can either one, you can buy a pack of cards. You can use your cards. You can play, keep 100% of the money you win, win a trip to the Super Bowl. Exciting. Two, you're a passive investor. You just like doing things like that. You can buy cards. You can rent those cards out to people. And you can receive 60% of all the money they win. Three, you have no money. You have no interest in spending any money. But you still don't mind clicking a button and have, and enjoying this game. You can play for free, access the free pool. You keep 35% of anything you win, plus all of your NFTs, which allow you entry into the Super Bowl drawing. So again, you have a chance to win a $17,000 prize along with hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single week, and it's all for free. So when we get people to make that wax wallet, we believe we should have a pretty high conversion rate of at least people giving us a try. And when they do that, then there's this, again, this vortex of like, opportunity that's bubbling that you have no idea right you have no idea how much you can do in nft draft and why you would do it and again as a player the reason you would do it is if you want to come up or right? you want to make money of course joy is a byproduct of all that joy is the right they always say so lots of people say right it's the journey not the destination it's a it's about that man is happiest when daydreaming of future events so it's about the plotting and it's about planning how you can better your situation and nft draft offers that as grandiose as that sounds like we offer it because you come in you're playing for free then all of a sudden maybe you have an eye for card market maybe you understand like how our card value system works and again that's gonna that's going to make some people really well because the infrastructure on wax doesn't identify the value of our cards correctly it, it wraps three different cards from three different seasons and i was just talking earlier about the value of a card how a seven point card is, is, is better than a 14 point card that both have the exact same player and obviously there's rarity bonuses there's multi-year detractions so there's all this weird stuff happening and none of it's calculated into a marketplace evaluation of the cost so the rarest card so far pulled this year was a Gold foil team captain, which is a one in 60,000 card. Well, when you look at the value of that, according to the marketplace, it's 18 cents or something or 50 cents, whatever the lowest card of without rarity, without gold foil across all three seasons. This is tremendous opportunity for people who just want to fiend out on cards. They don't want to do any of their stuff and they, they should, right? Cause it's easy, but they can just play the card market, just be collectors. And there's a huge, I don't know what the collecting market is. It's over 500 million, I'm certain, but they can just be a collector and these cards are collectible. Plus they have a utility. So you have that whole industry that, that spawns itself. Obviously, you had the entire fantasy football industry and the, and the depth that we've talked about of strategy is unrivaled. People start peeling back the layers of the onion and finding and discovering all that. That's an, another full facet of excitement and a place to sink your brain and start strategizing and, and beating other people. And then to the side of that, we have this gamification aspect, which can roll into the collecting, but there's a gamification aspect of the cards where you collect three, blend them, get a new one, one rarity higher cards from, again, every year they take a 3% penalty unless they're gold foiled. So as years go on, people are selling all their old cards for less and less because they just aren't useful. Well, here are the savvy gamifier and you want to play that game market the card market you can just go scoop all them up two years later or something and for five cents a piece combine them all have a gold make it a gold foil now you have one of the most expensive cards in the entire ecosystem so again and then on all of that those three 
pretty exciting and, and I don't know, potential offering opportunities, right? And then you have what could be our biggest market, which is the scholarship market. And the scholarship market is based on Axie Infinity. It really is a new concept. Axie Infinity did it to the tune of selling $4 billion worth of NFTs. And what they did was they found a business model that allows you to profit from people who have $0 and zero interest in ever acquiring dollars and spending them on you. And it's really hard to do that. It's hard to spend a million dollars building something and then spend money and time and effort onboarding and, and targeting and getting people who do not have money or desire to give you money back. Like, it's just not an easy way to build a model for that. We stumbled upon it with our with trying to stay legally compliant is, is what fostered all this. We needed a game that was accessible to all where everyone could have access to all the cars. They could play for free. And this free pool card rental system, that's opens up our game to be as, as far as I know, I mean, there are other ones, lots of other ones, some poker ones, the central games is a really a good thought out one with poker, people buy these things you play, but ours will be the most rewarding system designed again, because it's going to be paying out cash, not things, not things that you have to collect and get in order and swap, which is still fun and still valuable, but we'll be paying cash, which is what people want. You don't have to risk anything ever, which is what people want. And there's lots of people who want that. And there's also lots of people with the deep pockets. You've seen these spaces, people dropping 100,000 a day. There's 15, 20 people every single day dropping $100,000 on the NFT. And again, a year and a half ago, it was 17 million, 15 million. So people have money to burn and people like, I don't really like passive income. They like buying things, assets that appreciate while they're making money on them. And that whole segment this is the only segment we're missing people on and i'm just ex expecting it them to manifest and i do believe they will i believe they'll sniff it out and they'll, they'll they will find us but that's the only market we're missing at this moment is these people who want to just buy cards put them in the free pool and let people come do the work for them while they hold these assets that that lots of them will appreciate so we have four pretty big ecosystems all unto themselves and as we get someone just to step in the door with saying, hey, here's a free pack to come in and play. Here's some free money here. You, and then you just get so excited. It's not a slimy thing we're doing. We're not tricking anybody. We're just, it's how people are. I can't have this conversation with, the, with every person that plays. You have to get people with a, a one line pitch. You have to say, here's a free pack. Come play. Here's free money. You can play forever for free. And, and once they come in, lots of these people are going to find a home where they have fun and find success feeding our ecosystem in one of these four major ways. That is awesome. So you touched a lot of things where I just bridge all this together and comes full circle because first and foremost, how I entered the whole Web3 space and started collecting NFTs was simply by making the connection to my Pokemon cards in middle school. And the point of entry for me into Web3 was the Wax blockchain and was collecting the blockchain heroes. So everything comes full circle. To me, it was never about the money when I started, I never thought they were actually worth anything. I just loved collecting them as a collector. And then, of course, after Beebles and all this stuff started to explode, everyone was like going all over the place. I was like, wait a minute, this thing is, there is more to this. And I started to look at the business aspects and everything else. But also the whole play to earn thing and getting into the things, the one drawback that I saw with play to earn and people coming in was that a lot of the games were not fun. But this is something that I know already I'm interested in and I'm already on the Wax blockchain. So those of you that are listening that are not, don't have a Wax wallet, it's very easy, simple to set up. DM me or whatever. I can walk you through it if you have no idea. 
But the thing that I was really excited about too, what you said is like the game is fun. And I think of all the time I, I used to be really active crypto stashes community it was really big in wax. He was the one that really showed me how to mint things on wax and so forth. And that was always his big thing. If the games aren't fun, then no one's going to play it. And even he had the Axie scholarships and all that. So it all bridges together, comes full circle. Here we are, we're playing a fun game on the wax ecosystem and it doesn't take an arm and a leg to come into it. So I absolutely love it. How can people get involved? Where should we go? And so forth. Anyone that's not with Wax, they can join our Discord, discord.gg backslash NFT draft and open a ticket. We'll give you a free pack of cards. We'll get your toe in the water and that will help you set up a Wax through that process. Like that's the carrot. There is no stick. It's just come get a creative wallet. We'll give you a pack. You can open it up. There's valuable cards inside and they can be used in our ecosystem for any of the things we've talked about. Well, I'm glad you're going to make some teams because we're seeing hopefully we can break our record by week two. This is really our first week going live. And again, our the all-time high for us is 1,800 teams and the tournament one. And I would like to just beat it this week. I'd like to just get over that this week. I think we we should do it. I think we will do it. Tomorrow, I'm going to start like putting the, my foot to, you know, putting the boot in the air saying, let's go get everyone making teams. Let's break the 1,800 all-time high and just start our post-beta season off like that. And again, I think in closing remarks, it would just be, hopefully you enjoyed something you heard. And this isn't, you know, something that we're going to do. It's already done. You can come today, start participating. The wax prize pools for this week's already 25,000 wax. I think wax is another fun thing. It's another whole fun, like possible beneficial angle to this. Wax was just six cents four weeks ago and it's four cents today. So that's a fun aside on top of everything else. It obviously was a dollar something a year and a half ago. So these single games like Splinterland, like Axie, like NBA Top Shots, like Gods Unchained, you know, all four of those games made a chain. People are always chasing the Ethereum money wagon. Like we got to get over there. And the liquidity is, but it's not the real thing. The real thing is build something quality that people enjoy and you will turn a chain into a billion dollar chain as exampled by all four of those games. Again, we are a long ways away from that, but we have the game we believe will entertain everyone who joins us. And I, and I hope that everyone will come and give us an opportunity to, to prove that to you and find, have you find a place in our ecosystem that makes you happy and benefits all. So that was just really cool to me. And if you want to play the NFT draft, I have no affiliation with the product other than the fact that I will be playing it. I am a huge fan. Check it out. NFTdraft.io. The information will be in the show notes. If nothing else, get your Wax wallet, play for free, see if you like it and see where it goes from there. Even if you are not a fantasy player, there are a lot of amazing things that is happening with that and what's going on with the NFT draft and the culture that is being built of collectors and creators and people that just want to have fun. So as you're building and you're considering all of these different things, even if you're not a fan of football or fantasy sports, I hopefully you were able to take some lessons from this, how they're looking at this, the funding options and so forth, the tone that is used in the marketing. There was a lot of lessons to pull from this. So hopefully you found this helpful helpful and interesting. As usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.